All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowman. So glad to have you tuning in this week. Before we dive into our topic, uh, a couple of things I want to talk about. First is we are growing slowly, but we're growing. I'm starting to see people from different spots around the world that I'm like, hmm, never expected somebody to listen there. But you know what? People are listening. And it's wonderful to know that people are being able to search for a topic and find us and get God's word. And I'm so grateful to be a vessel for that. So praise God for that happening. And I do want to ask some favors from my awesome listeners. If you do like what you hear, you feel like you got value out of it, don't hesitate to share it. Let your friends know about it. Let your family know about it. Let your dog know about it. Who knows? You know, uh, but just spread the word. Let's help us grow if you can. So this way we could get a little bit better with some uh, maybe some guest speakers and stuff in the future. So that would be really awesome. But it takes all of us to work together. So I would really appreciate it. And also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash imperfectly inspirational. You could get some um, some inspiration throughout the week and just some updates if there's any just little things like that so hey check us out if you can but anyways enough of the boring stuff let's dive into the topic this week so this episode is being recorded kind of in the the time of football season and what I like to call family busy season that is because this is the time of year when Families with kids are absolutely nuts for the most part. You got kids in football, you got soccer games going on, you have a lot of different scouting and group things, you got musical things like band and all this stuff, you got cheer, volleyball. So much is going on right now in the world of sports and just activities for kids. One thing that is common throughout every one of those things is that every year it seems to cost more and more to put your kids into these things. Reluctantly, parents will pay it. Why? Because they feel there's a value out of it. They feel that, you know what, my kid is doing this. I believe this is good for them. They enjoy it and they're learning something valuable out of this. So each and every year they fork out all this money that it takes to put their kids in these sports and to do. And also on top of that, what happens is the sports team may say, hey, you know, anybody got any ideas on something they want to see or do? And some parents may say that they're looking for more out of this or a different type of style or whatever it may be. Well, a lot of times they'll say, well, if you want more and you're looking for something bigger, this is going to cost what? More money. So normally there ends up being more fees, more things tacked on toward the end because the parents are looking for more. Nothing wrong with it, but it's just, man. It gets expensive. But this is that time of year that we're in. And it, it really got me thinking, you know, as, as parents or uh, even just people in general spending all the money on the sports teams, what are we willing to give to God? Honestly, this may be a podcast where people turn me off right now. But I hope that you listen to me. And I hope that you give this an opportunity because this podcast not just this episode, but this whole podcast is for people who don't know Christ. In some of my episodes, to get an understanding of who Christ is and, and the goodness that he is. But also, this is for 
believers as well to get an understanding of what we're called to be and the things that we're called to do. And even as a non-believer, you can listen and, and learn what it is to be a Christian. And in this case, this is our financial responsibility. We are called to give. And I want to read from Scripture here. We want to read 2 Corinthians 9 and just a few verses here. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, it says, The point is, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all the grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work as it is written. So, this was Paul. He was writing to the Corinthians as uh, he was going to send somebody to get this offering that they were willing to give to the Jewish saints, which is basically how we do with church now or missionaries, depending on how you want to view that. This was Paul writing to the Corinthians about their willingness to give, and he's given this example of what happens to those givers. What is, what is the result of this giving? I, I want you to think of this this way in the fact of giving. I mentioned the sports teams at the very beginning and how it takes financial resources to operate them. Well, how many people go to church each and every Sunday? They take their children into the kids' center, and they have the same viewpoint of the kids' area and the things that they're learning in church or whether they keep their kids with them in the service. They still have this viewpoint similar to the sports of, I want my child to come here. I want my child to learn because this is beneficial for them. This is good for them. And I believe this is the best way for them to go. They partake in the Sunday service. They partake in a lot of the activities, which all cost. There's supplies. There's the power bill. There's the water bill. There's the staff. There's all kinds of things that cost to operate this. And you know what? I'm not here to judge you. I want you to know this 100%. If you are not giving to God, I am not judging you. It is not my problem. This is a problem between you and God. I'm just here speaking God's word out there on what we should do. So if there is something that is heartened on your heart, go to God about it. Because this is, this is it's not nothing to do with me. I'm not here to judge you. I still love each and every one of you. But anyways, let's get back to it. But if we partake in all these things, there is a cost. And, and also, a lot of times, there's people that say, I want my church to do more. I want my church to be able to expand its reach or provide this service or this opportunity. Well, guess what? It costs money. And yes, God is God. God doesn't need anything, but God also operates in reality. There's a spiritual and then there's a reality. God operates within our reality too. And the reality is God uses us in our systems to build his kingdom here on earth. So God knows it takes money. God uses us. We are called to put in the work to help build it, to help do, to help operate it. And our system on earth is money. No matter what uh, culture you go into, there is a bartering system of some sort where something is traded for something. And in this case, in most cases, it is money. It is coins, dollars, whatever it may be. But we see this want from our churches with this lack of giving. 
That is not what we're called to do as Christians. We're called to play a part in everything. And not just giving of money either, folks. As I've said it before many times, we are called to be a part of the body. You know, I, I've, I've run into so many people that have said, I wish our church had this type of ministry. I really do. I would love it so much. It would be so great. Okay, what well, do you want to volunteer? Oh, no, I don't have the time to do that, but I'll go sit in it. That's not what we're called to do, folks. If we're looking for something and we can play an active part, let's do it. Or if we're looking for something and we have the financial resources to make it happen, let's do it. See, as we see from Paul, I want this point to be clear in our minds. That whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, I want to let you know that if you put $1,000 into the church plate tomorrow morning and God doesn't send a Lamborghini in your driveway, don't come knock it on my door. That's not what that means. It means that when it is time, when God blesses you, God is going to give you. See, God is no ower of anything. God does not owe. God will never be in debt to you. You're never going to outgive God on what God is going to bless you with. So first, don't reluctantly give. Don't walk into church tomorrow morning Well, Chris was talking on his podcast, and I, I just feel so bad. I want to give. No, 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 no. Give because you talk to God. Don't be reluctant. Give because you know that God has blessed you with everything in your life, and without God, you would not have the opportunity to even have that shirt on your back, to have that car that you went to church with, to have that house that you got ready in. Give to God because you're willing and you're excited about the things that he's done for you. And now, it will tell you to come into church, to, to give with an expectancy, but there's a difference in this case, any giving with expectancy of knowing that God will, will bless you is not a the example I gave of, okay, I'm going to put in this $1,000 check, and I'm going to get the money for a Lamborghini. That is not what that means. It is giving with faith, knowing that I want to give this because God put this on my heart. This is what God told me to do, and I know wholeheartedly whatever God does is going to be bigger than I could ever imagine. It may even just be that I gave more than I thought I could afford, and God made everything work out perfect. God made it to where I didn't feel like I missed my money. God could bless you with a good amount of money. God could bless, God could bless you with a promotion. Or God could just make everything last. God could give you peace within. So you're happy with everything you got. There's so many ways that God can bless you in the material and the a spiritual realm, you just give with the expectation that I know I'm going to be taken care of. That's the point of giving. So those are the two don'ts there. Don't give reluctantly. Don't give with the wrong sense of expectation. And don't give compulsory. I've been in some churches where the preachers are up there saying, oh, we need, we need, we need. You better give. You're a sinner. If you don't give, you're a sinner. No, no, no. That's not the way to do it. And speaking of churches, I want you to make sure you have this in your hearts too. Is that when you are looking to give, it's, it's not just your responsibility. It is the leadership of whatever organization you're giving to, to be responsible with it. But it's your responsibility to make sure that they are responsible. So, I will say you can do this. If you go to a church and you have not given, and you, you talk to God, and God puts it on your heart to give, look at their financial records. 
a church has to be transparent. Ask them for an update on the a general snapshot of how they spend and what their spending goes to. And how are they in debt? If so, how much? Is it necessary debt? Is it unnecessary debt? Is it debt for growth? Because that's that's a that's a necessary debt. You know, if you are going to give to a church that is just throwing money to the wind because they can, I wouldn't recommend it. I would find another thing that God put on your heart to give to because it's your responsibility to make sure it's responsible, right? But it's also the church's responsibility too. So that pastor, that staff is going to be held accountable. So number one, pray about who you're giving to. And number two, if the church that you're giving to is not an arm of God and they're not doing godly things within the community, you know what? A church is a place to go to, to to worship and to enjoy the love of God and to have fellowship with each other. That is what a church does within its congregation. But a church is supposed to be an arm into the community. And if all your church does is just congregate together, and there's really nothing that they do to help the community or to to give back to the community and to be that place where people can come to for refuge, I would pray and say, God, can you guide me to the right, right place? Or, you know, let me talk to my pastor about God. Can we, you know, saying, hey, pastor, can we do something better here? Can we be what God has called us to be as the church? You know, so these are different things. And I want to give you this thing that Jesus said here in Matthew 6 and 4. He says, for wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus is giving a good example there. If we struggle to give to God, okay, then there's a reason for it. Our heart's not in it. If we struggle to give to God and we're focused on putting our kids in the sports, we're, we're focused on going on vacation all the time, or we're so focused, maybe we say we, we can't pay our bills or we're, we're struggling with that. I understand there's difficulties. I have been in those situations before too. But put your heart on God and give your treasures to God as he directs. And guess what? You're, gonna, you're not going to feel that tension anymore. You're not going to feel that worry anymore. God is going to put you at peace about whatever situation it is you want to miss out on. Maybe you want to travel. Well, tell you what, if, if God tells you to take that travel money and give it to him, you want to be able to travel more than you thought. I've been in situations where I've given a little and I didn't feel right about it and I'd have to go back and give more. Or God will lay on my heart, Chris, I want you to do this much. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 God, uh, what are you talking about? But I did it. And then this is not about me, but I'm giving an example. And I've, I've seen the blessings from that. It was almost like I never missed that money at all. If you're going by the fact of what God tells you to do, then it's worth it. Just don't be reluctant. Don't go in with the wrong expectation. And don't go because somebody is forcing you to do it. This should be a conversation between you and God on whatever God tells you to do, and that is it. Nobody else can force you. Nobody else should be able to make a bad example of you. This is a situation between you and God, but you know, I asked a couple weeks ago to give me a recommendation, and this is one of the recommendations, and God said this is a good way to do it. And you know, so don't be stingy to God. God has been so good to you. God has blessed you so much. And if we want to see 
the kingdom on earth, expand and be more influential, we have to be givers. And not just physically, but financially as well. We have to play a part in this. If we want to see this culture change, it takes all of us putting in our resources, our physical resources, our financial resources, our mental resources. It takes all of us doing our part and we can change the culture. We can change the fabric of our society, even if it's just in our area, our small little areas, because we're putting in the effort and we're giving back and we're making God's kingdom strong and fortified financially because we're giving to it. And, you know, we pray for our pastors and our staffs at our church that they can make the right decisions financially too with how they're spending it. So anyways, folks, you got this. Go pray to God. Pray about what he wants you to do giving, and he'll guide you in the right direction. But anyways, I love each and every one of you, and I hope you all have a fantastic week.